When you're carrying shopping in from the car, should you place it at the door or take it all the way to the kitchen? If questions like this have crossed your mind, then you're in good company. Today we'll be taking a closer look at some of the daily habits and social conventions that make up the monotony of life. Let's consistently forget to put our sunglasses in a case until they drop and break. Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, in my bedroom with Christian... Patchwork. ...and Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, as a lot of you might know, this patch is a little bit different because you're actually hearing a live recording from YouTube. Yes, you can come see us record our podcast at 8pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's always very important to say that. Every second Thursday, the next live stream will be on the 14th of May. Um, Now, we'll be releasing these episodes as normal in your podcast app every Wednesday fortnight, so we imagine most of you will be listening there now, but if you do want to see us recording our episodes, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash welcome to Patchwork. Josh. That's right. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to uh, have a quick chat about something that happened to me uh, on Friday. I hosted my uh, birthday Zoom dance party. And I wanted to just give a quick Happy little insight birthday. into what it's like. <laughs> no, we did that. <laughs> yep. um, what it's like to host a party in the the new normal. Mm. Um, so I, it was really nice because it ended up being this. It was a much more selfish experience, which I really liked. I was not worried about other people having a good time. I was like, well, the people. I'm going to have fun with the people in my house, and people can tune in, drop out if they want, whatever. Don't care. Yep. Josh, do you want to ask the people that were at the party whether they had a good time? <laughs> I'm actually not that interested. Like, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated. I'm kind of fascinated to know if they did enjoy themselves. But for me, it was like the perfect thing if I played the music that I wanted to listen to, that I cared about, had a dance in my house with my with my housemates. Um, and so it was this really interesting dynamic where the setup, though, was very, very similar. Rushing around, getting everything set up, mm. like worried about all this kind of stuff. And then like that feeling of, but no one's coming over. Yep. Yeah, but that's the great thing, right? When we were setting up, we set up a single room. Yeah. All the focus yeah. was in one room. And you don't have to worry about a messy house afterwards. You don't have to worry about a messy room. It's just the one. And that's the dream. That's what you want to do. You want to just set up the one room. But Josh, when I... So the party, I think, started about 8 o'clock. I got there a little bit late. So I got there about 8.45. (laughs) I just want to make sure that there were other people there. But I was really apprehensive about it because I was like... You know, should I turn my camera on? Should I turn my mic off? You know, all this kind of stuff. Should I take my top off? Should I take my top <laughs> off? What should I do? But it was for me, it was actually the first couple of minutes were a little bit, a little bit anxiety provoking, but then it was mm. amazing because you've got, you had 30 people on the screen in a Zoom call and they were like, some were looking over, one was cooking lasagna. Um, yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> so for me, it was honestly one of the best parties I've ever been to because- See, okay. So- <laughs> So right. I I had a similar kind of positive sentiment towards it, mm. but something that I felt that was really strange and and somewhat disconcerting is when you're in the mood and having a bit of a dance and you can see everyone dancing. What was off? What was slightly off about a Zoom birthday party, Josh? was being able to see people who weren't having a dance, who were yes. just looking <laughs> yes. and watching with the lights on. I've never yeah. been to a nightclub yeah. where there's like a glass pl- <laughs> a glass pane of people watching in on the dance floor. I've got the solution. The solution is if you're dancing, cams on, 
if you're not dancing, get the fuck out of there. We don't want to see you. We don't want to see you having a shit time. In a club, if you don't want to dance, you're off to the side on your phone texting and doing... You're, get out. Get off the dance floor. The Zoom webcams is the dance floor. Does but that make sense? Thing, those, yeah. But, but that's the thing. Those people exist in a nightclub as well. The people mm. not having a great time. The people taking a break. The issue is that the lights are normally turned down on them, right? Yeah. Because it's a nightclub. But we don't have control of the lighting. So mm. seeing... A well-lit person just looking straight down the barrel of the camera. Very disconcerting. Yeah. It was. But I still I still had a great night and uh, it certainly was a lot of fun. Yes, it was beautiful. All right, so this is really funny. Like, I think it was a couple of months ago, uh, Josh and I were sort of thinking, I think we were talking about taking shopping in from the car or we were doing it together or something like that. But we had this meeting of the minds and it was this really odd moment. <laughs> And I realized that every time if I go to the supermarket, come back in the car and I take shopping bags in, I am very, very conscious of making it as efficient as possible. So basically doing the least amount of meters that I can do. And this has become and this is something that's become really, really kind of entrenched in the way that I do things. But it, I mentioned it and it suddenly dawned on me, are people thinking about the efficiency in like in this way? So like when you get the shopping from the car, are you dropping it at the door? Are you going back and then dropping the rest of the shopping at the door? Or are you going straight to the kitchen? Dropping it at the door? So, yeah, What are you absolutely. setting up base camp in Everest? <laughs> No, but why? Like for me, what I do is I take it straight into the kitchen, but I still haven't down oh. the math done the mathematical calculations, which is what happens if it's ten meters to the kitchen? So I have to go ten meters there, ten meters back, or like is it exact? Am I being an idiot? Is it exactly the same? No. Well, it depends on the load as well, right? Yeah. Like and the the effort required to mm. pick up the bags mm-hmm. and that because I don't know about you, Dion, but when I'm Say, and I'd, I'd like to know where you guys put your shopping bags. Are you boot or back seat? Uh, uh, I'm a mixture. We're, honestly, wherever I can find room in the car, that's where yeah, it is because yeah. my car's Next a mess. Next to the dead moth. I'm like, my, <laughs> my car's such a mess. But yeah, Christian, what about you? Um, I'm always putting shopping in the back seat. I feel like the back seat was naturally Ooh. made to prop something upright, whereas, whereas the boot is kind of made for bowling balls and petrol cans and kind of like... <laughs> Rolled up picnic rugs. It's designed to have things rolling on it, as opposed to the back seat. Safety, safety first. But if you've got if you've got a full if you've got a full load of shopping, right? Yeah. You can really pack that boot in nice and tight. Yep. And the thing that I'm doing when I'm unpacking, I'm mentally, I'm doing a mental audit of what bags are in the boot and how oh many handfuls God. that's going to be. And so we've got a light one here that's going to go with a heavy one. That's probably enough for my left hand. Right hand, we can do two heavies because I'm right-handed. <laughs> so they're going to go. And then after that, we've got another four bags. So I'm I'm silently doing all those calculations before I, I grab my load because I don't want to get left with when I come back to the car and there's like one bag left because that's wasted opportunity. Okay, here's a question for you. What food, if you are putting your food in the back part of the car, so not, not the back seat, but where your feet go, where the passenger feet, feet go. The footwell. The footwell, perfect. What are what is the perfect food? A perfect items to put there. How, oh, where are you, oh. where are you putting your bottles? Where are you putting your soda waters, Christian? You're buying ten, 10 of so, them every soda time. Soda water, and you've got and you've also got tinned goods. Tinned Ten's goods. That's where they belong in the mm. footwell. 
Yeah, that's yeah, why you yeah. have to put them in the car. It, it's like you can't have things in the <laughs> you can't have things in the shopping in in the boot because it's kind of like you you get to open the side door. It's way more convenient. Well, for mm. me, you're it's treating con- you're tr- you're treating your groceries like a VIP coming to a hotel. All right, <laughs> this way, groceries. <laughs> Can I ask though? Sorry, just a quick, quick diversion because I really want to get back on this efficiency stuff. Christian, when you're buying tins, if you had an ideal situation, would mm. they be uh, ring, ring, t- ring tins? <laughs> what are they called? Ringtail, ring ringtail tin possums. Yeah. <laughs> um, are they rings or are they, or does it require a can opener? I don't understand why all tins aren't rings. <laughs> who, who in their right mind is going? Shocking, shocking. Got a ring on it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Why the non-ring? Surely that's a cost. That's a cost-saving yeah. measure for the business. I'm, I'm, right? I'm definitely sure we've discussed this before, I and we decided we it was cost without asking anyone. <laughs> it just it just dawned on me. All right, so going back to this efficiency, Christian, are you thinking constantly throughout your life? Like, here's yes. another example. Here's a perfect example. All right. I sometimes need to go downstairs because <laughs> um, I live on the first floor of my apartment, and I will try and do everything I can in that one trip. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. like load me up, normal <laughs> rubbish, recycling, green rubbish, maybe pump up my tires downstairs on my bike. Right. Are all you idiots out there thinking the same thing as me or is it just Josh and I? A hundred. No, 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 no. Wait a second. So I think, I, I think we can draw a very clear distinction here. All the idiots, including us three, are trying to get everything done on the yep. first go, hands down. But I don't mm-hmm. think everyone is strategizing as extensively mm. as you and Josh are. That seems so mentally taxing. I don't know yeah. why you do it. Just risk losing a couple of minutes. Yeah. Who no, cares? So the, the, the strategy comes in. The biggest part for me is order of operations. I need to get that order of operations right in the most efficient way possible. And my favorite, and I've killed a lot of time thinking about this, is in the breakfast routine. Mm-hmm. Between mm. cereal, milk, Bowl, toast, fridge, those kind of things. What are you going to do? So, I'm thinking, right, I'm like, okay, so my tea's there. I'm going to have to go to the fridge to get the milk, but I'll need the butter. So, I should grab the butter at the same time because I'm going to need uh, that very soon. Josh, your life and then, makes me feel anxious. Nah, it's, it kills time. No, but Josh- It Josh, kills the fun. Josh, no, no, that's the thing, Josh. You know that you do this. I probably do it to a lesser extent, but surely you know that this isn't healthy. There's no Buddhist monks oh. out there that are, that, are, that are calculating their steps and stuff. But you know, you know how I realize it's all pointless is when I go- Oh, I had to do a second trip back yeah. to the fridge to get the butter. Didn't matter. Wasted literally less than two seconds of my life. But the, other than that, my mind's like tick, 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 yep. tick. Dion, you have got to see. So a lot of people now, and I can see uh, from the comments that they realise that Josh and I now live together. Yeah. There you go. You Cat's have, out of the bag. You have got to see this routine. It is unbelievably efficient. <laughs> so Josh starts his job at nine o'clock, right? Yeah, I, it'll be eight fifty-five, and I'll walk past his room. The door's still closed. I go, "How could Josh still be in bed at eight <laughs> fifty-five? I don't understand how. But in the space of five minutes, Josh is showered and well-fed with a cup of tea. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's fu- I don't even think I can get the kettle to boil that quickly. <laughs> Has he managed to get another sleep in, like a little micro sleep before <laughs> he starts work? Because well, I'm just going to nap for thirty seconds. The eight snoozes still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That's bizarre. I'm on, I'm on a six-second snooze cycle now. <laughs> Josh, do you know where all of this comes from? Like, do you know where this 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 quest for efficiency Sh- and routine surely, comes from? Surely it's laziness, right? It's got to be laziness. Mm. Absolutely, right? Because I, I actually, I think that the broader point is I want as much of my time to be for me as possible. Mm. So anytime I'm doing something that is not purely for pleasure... I want that to be as minor as possible. So any kind of task, be it making breakfast to give energy to my body or to uh, bring the shopping in, that kind of stuff, I got to make sure that that gets done as quickly, as efficiently as possible so I can spend more time for myself. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's the first pop culture reference we've ever had in Welcome to Patchwork. And I'm not even sure what the impression was, Josh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was it was somewhere between a robot and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, so. yeah that's what it felt like. <laughs> Um, I don't know whether you guys, like in terms of that efficiency thing, Mm. I remember um, as a kid, the one thing that I've taken away with me, I think, um, from shopping is watching my mum strategically load the conveyor belt at the grocery store with things that would be packed in the same bag that correspond with the room that they'll be unloaded in. Oh, I do it like that's so that's what that's what the the checkout people are doing. But I do it by uh, the weight. So I have the weightiest things at the front because they're going to go at the bottom of the bag. Like the weightiest, the weightiest things. (laughs) Um, Don't want to weightiest too long. Um, But yeah, so but Christian, you're doing it by or your mum is doing it by where they go. I don't know why you think that the that the checkout people are doing that for you. They're not organising your house for you. Yeah, they are. No, no, no. Seriously, when I used to do it, I would you look down the belt and you see what's coming up. Yeah, yeah, I should grab that. And you go, sorry, can you just pass me that? Can you pass me that? Because you got to pack the bags right. And the thing that a lot of people, the lot of things that people don't do right, (laughs) they think every. They think every single bag needs a heavy and a light component. Not every bag needs a heavy and a light component. Some bags should be purely heavy. Some bags should purely be light. No, okay? that's, oh, take that, that home. No, for you. that's not true. Back, Gosh, oh, well, actually, it it's more true now. But back in the day when we used to have plastic, we used to have plastic bags. You're afraid of them ripping, right? That was the big problem. People were idiots, mate. They were tough. They were bloody tough. Nah, they now, that, now that we're talking about the bags, I want to know what is your guys' favorite uh, green bags? What style? I I like the classic the square, but I think I, I've broadened out to like the bigger ones. I really do like quite a big one. I'll tell you which I love. It's the ones that are somewhat insulated. It's like carrying no. an Esky around with you. Yeah, they're God, amazing. They're Shocking. What are you talking about? They don't about? do anything. They, Josh, they're made of a material that professes to keep things cool. <laughs> Whether it does that or not, I don't care. It's it's about the optics, Josh. Yeah. How much of a of a trek are you doing a four hour hike between the supermarket and back to your fridge? Oh, Josh. It's not about it's it's not, it's about, not about the trek that. from the fridge. It's not thank you, Dion. It's about the fact that if I've gone shopping and I've got that S that bloody esky in my back seat, I can I can go visits. I can yeah. go trek around town if I want. Yeah. Because the it's food pre- in there is going to be fine. It's pretty it great. It's options. It's, pre- it's pretty great. Like, it's ensuring, it's ensuring freshness, ultimately. The one thing I don't like about those bags is some of them have those zips, but some of them have mm. that rubbish drawstring, don't they? And aren't those drawstrings just garbage? Because you, 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 you pull them tight and you can't trust that they're sealed. But I trust a zip. Don't you worry about that. I trust the zip. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I use them. I use them. I use them. I take them to the markets. They're, they're, they're beautiful things. But Josh, going back to your point, 
I like a, a like a what are they, uh, like a hessian bag or a plastic bag mm. like one of those Ooh. thick bags I like it with a with a nice base a nice plastic firm base Do you like the square plastic base? I think they're great. I mean they get lost who knows where they go like <laughs> some of them lose their integrity so quickly because they just vanish. But yeah, I love a square bag. So Christian what's so you you're you're putting everything in yeah. your in your foil sealant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. The, the the I hate the plastic bases because you'll come back to a bag after a couple of weeks and suddenly that, that base is broken apart. I don't know what happens, but a little piece of plastic snaps off. Then the whole integrity has been... Uh, is been uh, what's the word? Wasted. The word. <laughs> Wasted. <laughs> well, to wrap, it, to, to wrap it up, to cut Christian off in his, in his prime <laughs> in that sentence, um, it sounds like you guys are in agreement that, you know, we, we, we do focus like a lot and Josh doesn't seem to have a problem with it, but Christian and I seem to have a problem with the fact that we focus way too much on, on efficiency. Maybe next time, you know, I'm going to slow things down. I'm going to channel my inner Buddhist monk and I'm going to slow things down. I think that really that's the way we should be going. Earlier last season, we started a little segment that we like to call Copycat, and it all and it all started with an impression of Tim the Toolman Taylor that we did, <laughs> and we thought that it would be good to come back to it every once in a while, and the three of us who are not self-declared impressionists try doing the best impression we can of a different thing. For tonight, we're going to do a chicken cluck. Oh. I think it's best for Josh to start. Great. Oh, you want to start with the best? Thank God. Okay. I hate it because we don't get to practice. I hate not practicing. All right, here we go. (laughs) What kind of of sexy lips does that Ben have? That's a great chalk. It sounded That's like Saturday night to, clucking, baby. It sounded like you're about to break into a sentence there. Like, what the fuck? It's like those gorillas who know sign language. It's a chicken who's learning how to talk. <laughs> jo- Josh, I don't think you saw that, but Dion was practicing just then. Yes. Dion, you're oh. up next. No, I didn't mean to. Get in oh there, mate. Oh, God. It's so hard not to listen to what Josh did and just emulate it. So that's my excuse for this being shit. Also, also, just before I do this, I thought what we were doing was the <laughs> that bit. There you I go. Didn't, I didn't know we were doing the intro bit. What's the <laughs> intro? Just do a chicken cluck, mate. Stop talking. Do a we chicken cluck. I didn't know we were doing the beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> cluck like a chicken. Don't tell me to cluck like a chicken. All right, here we go. <laughs> It sounds like someone was drowning that oh, chicken as, as a hit, an assassination attempt on the chicken. Christian. I don't know, Josh. That wasn't too bad. You thought for it was mine. good? I thought for that mine, was that wasn't shocking. too bad. All right, Christian, All right. your turn. You're up. What's a chicken sound like? <laughs> <laughs> because neither of you have reminded me. <laughs> okay. Impressions. Uh, what was that, Christian? I would never I have thought know, you would easily be the worst. Easily. I was trying. I was trying to have the chicken <sighs> look for something because I, I thought <laughs> if the chicken is searching, it will be more natural as opposed oh, to just God. the classic buck buck. Oh God! 
Why have you got a backstory for your chicken? Oh, <laughs> like, man. Because I wanted to get into character, Josh. Hey, <laughs> at least we know he didn't practice, or at least we know he's never done that in his life or yeah. never eaten chicken or seen a chicken or cracked an <laughs> egg or anything. Oh, man. So, as both of you know, and most of the listeners, I absolutely hate socks. <laughs> Especially washing them because there's so many to take off the line at the end of the of the wash. Yep. So I was hanging up my socks the other day and when I was take I, I tried to hang them up, you know, in a matching pair. So that yep. when I take them down, I can roll them and it's more efficient, right? And then I had this you know, a gust of wind blew past and a, a leaf smashed me on the face and I had a realisation. <laughs> I don't understand why socks need to match. Mm. It doesn't make any sense if mm. they're hidden under your shoes and pant leg. Why, why are we so concerned with our socks matching up? Yeah, it's interesting. I'll tell you point. why. Here you go, Josh. Because you want to have even wear of your socks. If you're, if you're picking and choosing different socks from all over the shop, you're going to get different wear and tear on different socks. So, this one's gone on the heel, that one's not because I wore that six times last week and I wore this one once. So, over time, you're, 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 your legs will be out of whack. Yeah, but if you, are, <laughs> if you are treating all socks as even and none belong to a pair... <laughs> Sounds mm. like your political platform. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see a world where all socks are treated equal. <laughs> No, but it's true. The like thing about a suck. I, the best sucks are pairs of sucks. The top one percent of the one percent of sucks with holes. <laughs> we live in a country where no suck should have a hole in it. We're a very rich country. There's no reason for sucks to have holes in them. I get what Josh is saying though. Josh is saying you got a big, you know, a big pool of socks. If you're just going in and diving and grabbing and putting them on, surely they'll have even wear. But Christian, are you also suggesting that, you know, why, why are we wearing two, two of the same pairs of shoes, huh? Why are we doing that? Just wear different pairs of shoes. And don't worry about left and right. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the pair, because shoes people can see. And I can understand the idea of wanting to look coordinated. Mm. But answer, like if we, if we had two heads, for example... Are you going to say that the two heads have to wear the same coloured hat? Oh, wow. <laughs> that is... Do we want to go down that rabbit hole? That shocking rabbit hole? <laughs> Surely both heads, who are distinct people, mm. get to wear different hats. Sure. But so, Christian, <laughs> your, your socks you're talking about, are you talking about every pair of sock you own? Or you're like, oh, I bought a 10-pack of black socks. They're all purely black. I can mix and match. Or you're talking like, I'll wear a black one there. I'll wear a sports one there. I'll wear a dress sock. Like, I'm, I'm still wearing socks as pairs, Josh. I'm, I, yeah. haven't, I haven't relinquished that, con- like that, that force yet. I think I think the biggest thing though is the the style of sock, right? Mm. Uh, sure, colors you can probably get away with. I think stylistically you need the same sock. So if you've got like a big thick um, yes. winter sock, a big woolly one, you've mm. got to wear that with another big thick woolly one. If you've got a, a yeah. thin little dress one, you've got to wear it with a thin dress one. Josh, what's your favorite type of sock? I can't believe this is something we haven't canvassed. What's your favorite? Probably just a sports sock. I hate I hate ankle socks. They're the worst. Really? Because they slip down. No, they they just just give me a, give me something covering my ankles. I'm a very <laughs> modest man. 
Christian, what's your favourite sock? What do you what do you what do you wear if you could have a sock on a desert island? I love a colourful business sock. Oh, so you like? Wait, so you like a colourful business sock? But you're saying why do we not wear even socks because no one's seeing them? Why are you wearing colourful socks? What's the point? Uh, it's for me, Dion. Oh, and, and I'm not and I'm not saying that I have to wear the same colourful business sock on each leg. That's what I'm saying, right? But how much consideration are both of you paying to to the coordination of what you wear in the morning? So when you get up yeah. and you're thinking about the day ahead and what yeah. you're going to be wearing, how much time are you spending going? Now this matches this, and that goes with that at Suzanne. It's a it's a great it's a great question, but I find that either I've got a knack for coordinating my clothes, or most of my clothes work well together. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if I t- if I go for a certain palette when I when I shop, but th- I I feel like I just coordinate automatically. You know what it probably is? It's because you don't take fashion risks. Yeah, yeah, that could be true. You're not doing any. Fa- I'm not doing any fashion risks. I'm not going out there because then it's mm. like, oh, that that shirt or that thing only works in one specific situation. Otherwise, most of my stuff's fairly generic. I can get away with most things going together pretty well. Yeah, that's the thing. When I think of both of you, I think I can. Vi- if I close my eyes and visualize both of you, you're both wearing a t-shirt, but Dion, you're wearing a t-shirt with like a a, a little coloured pocket. Uh, yeah, right. And, and yep. then both of you are wearing light denim jeans. Yeah. And some kind of sports shoe. Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, Christian, I mean, for those, you know, who tune into the YouTube live stream, you're dressed like a policeman. And, you know, that's the way I think <laughs> about you now. Um, Can I quickly give you mm. my version of Dion? My, see, my version of Dion is quite different. Well, not so quite different. But for me, Dion is a um, short sleeve shirt, mm. um, some shorts, and some sandals. That's classic Dion to me. Short yeah. sleeve shirt, shorts and sandals. Dion, yeah. time to change it up, buddy. Nah, come <laughs> on. It's Josh isn't talking about a short sleeve business shirt that businesses wore, businessmen wore in the 90s. He's talking about fitted, really hot, yeah. sexy kind of, yeah. yeah that's Josh, what I'm Josh knows about. what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I and when I and when I think about Josh, I think about him wearing like a a feature a feature shirt, something that he's going to be asked about. Something to do with gaming or or something or a festival or something. So it's a feature t-shirt or 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 the alternative is the checked. Josh loves mm. a long sleeve oh, check. Yeah. Gets him off. And also skinny <laughs> skinny jeans that are about 15 years old that he wears out until they fall off his fucking legs. <laughs> that's yeah, I think that's that that is a classic Josh. It's the idea of something being worn just a little bit a little bit longer than it should. Can I tell you about can I tell you about one thing though? I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I have a dark green. Have I talked about my dark green pair of pants before? Surely I have. I haven't? All right, well, these dark green pants do not go with anything aside from a white T-shirt or a white shirt. They are unbelievable. They clash with everything. I absolutely love them, but they clash with everything. Do you guys own anything that is green or do do you own a pair of Ben Sherman pants that are green? (laughs) I got a, when I was in Europe and excited to be in Europe, I got a pair of uh, mustard short shorts. And I was like, Summer, I'm going to come back and be like, I'm going to be the guy who wears very short shorts. They didn't have them in my size, so they ve- they were very big. I was like, oh, just get them, mate. Just get them. So they were way too big for me. Had to wear a belt really tight around them. Mm. And then they only went with like a, a maroon top or a, or a white top, and that was about it. And everything else kind of looks crap with the mustard. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel with mustard, you got to be really careful because of the way, like you got to be mindful of your complexion, right? 
Like you mm. don't want to be mm. a mustard color in skin and then wear <laughs> mustard. People don't know where the skin ends and the shorts begin. <laughs> They'll start putting you on hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dogs, new many to hot dogs or legs. <laughs> hot dogs and mustard and legs. Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Yes, and we love hearing your really goods, guys. So thanks for sending them through in the break. And to kick us off first, you know what Bridget Jolly thinks is really good? When it's raining heavily and you have to go somewhere and it stops just before you step out. Really good. Really good, really good. And you know what Jules Weaver thinks is really good? When you walk away from your food heating up in the microwave and return within one second of the timer. Really good. Really good. And you know what Jessica Mitchell thinks is really good? When leftovers fit in the Tupperware perfectly. Really Oh, thank you so much for listening to the real, the first at home with Patchwork, Patch64. Thanks so much for the people who join us on YouTube Live. Of course, you can uh, find us every second Thursday. Uh, just go to our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash welcome to Patchwork. Uh, this has been very, very fun. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all three, or you're not a real fan. Uh, and also we have Patreon, and we have so many Patreons that have, that have um, subscribed to us in the last couple of weeks. It's so damn cool. Uh, you are the wing beneath our wings. Um, so yes, go to. Um, they are they are the wings beneath our wings. <laughs> they're, they're the bowl of proverbial yeah. wings. <laughs> it's the second pair of wings. So thank you so much for the second pair of wings, Patrons. Um, yeah, we love you. We we do this all for free, and and Patrons is the way that we can su- sort of sustain this. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to Patchwork, um, do it now. It's a lovely thing to do. Um, but as we do every week, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friends. Uh, Josh, what patch did you sew into our quilt this week? Thank you, Dion. My patch this week was Christian putting the seatbelt around his shopping as he tucks it into the baby seat. (laughs) (laughs) And Christian, uh, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week, I sewed into my patch a very inquisitive chicken searching for a T-shirt to match its green pants. And Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week is Christian going to the local market with his insulated bag, which opens not by a zip or a drawstring, but with a can opener. Thank you for listening to Velcons of Patchwork. As you'd know already, we're YouTube streaming these on Thursday nights at 8pm, so join us then. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.